Live from Orlando, Florida, you're now listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Orlando Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We're your host, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is Friday, May 27th. We're exactly four weeks away from the NBA draft. What's up, Al? What's going on? What's up, man? In today's episode, we're going to talk about John Hammond and some of the updates that he gave us in his interview of, of the process for the draft. We're going to talk a little bit about the conflict and reports that they're out that there is out in the national media, whether or not we're going to draft Chet or Jabari and how the hell they got the information before we did. Um, and then also talk about Franz um, getting into the all-rookie. But before we get into um, those Magic topics, we definitely want to take a moment and announce that we just launched Orlando Magic HQ Patreon. Al, please, let's, uh, let's give give our listeners a little bit of details of what that is and what that entails. Yes, sir. So it's something that me and you have been talking about for quite a while now. we kind of been wanting to do this right, do it uh, when it was right, and uh the time is now. So with the draft approaching, first things first, I want to let you guys know, whoever signs up to our Patreon will actually qual- uh, enter a giveaway that we're doing for a rookie jersey. Um, so whoever we draft number one, you're going to be getting that jersey first. Um, so again, if it is Chad, if it is Jabari, you'll be entered for that contest. We're going to be limiting that giveaway to our Patreon members. So again, if it's only you know, 10, 15, 20 people that join, then your chances are much, much higher. In the past, when we've done that, we've done it to all of our HQ followers and, and uh, listeners. Um, so again, a really good chance to get yourself a rookie jersey. When it comes to the memberships, we decided to do two. And we want to make sure that you feel like you're part of our headquarters, Magic HQ. Um, so the basic level, we call it the management level. That is $5 per month. What that entails is you would be automatically entered to any future Magic HQ giveaways that we do. That could be tickets, jerseys, collectibles, anything that we do. You also will have access to our exclusive Orlando Magic HQ group chat. Your name is going to be featured on our Instagram page, uh, especially on the highlight that we'll be creating for our Patreon uh, supporters. And you're going to be followed by us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. So you can contact us whenever you want to. Um, so that is the management level access. The executive level access, that would be our premier level, sir, um, that would entail everything that is on the management level access, plus you'll be a guest on our podcast for a particular segment that we'll be doing uh, going forward with uh, one of you guys featuring one of our Patreon supporters. So you can be on the podcast, you can be on the uh, YouTube show. Um, If you are a writer and you want to write articles about the magic, you'll be able to enter and write to us one article per month, which will be featured on our website, orlandomagichq.com. We'll be sharing that on Twitter, Instagram, and all of our platforms. So a great way to get your, your name out there and share your thoughts about the magic. You'll also be a part of our month, uh, monthly virtual roundtable discussion with us. And that will be a once per month um, session, whether it's Zoom, we're still debating where it's, where it's going to be. Um, but it'll be basically a 30 minute to an hour conversation with us about the magic, what's going on. And just get to know one another as Magic fans and talk about the team. Finally, you'll get immediate notification first on anyone else when our new YouTube episodes drop each and every week. So that would be our uh, executive level access. To sign up, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Orlando Magic HQ. 
we're also going to be linking the um, putting the link on the show description um, here on YouTube and also on our podcast. Yeah, man. So really exciting stuff. It's a it's a way for us to be able to do a little bit more um, and and to really interact with with um, with our listeners a little bit more as well. So really, really exciting stuff. Um, and you can get there. We'll, we'll have the link on our Instagram page as well as on the YouTube. Um, but you can go on patreon.com slash Orlando Magic HQ. Right. That's, and then uh, who who doesn't want a brand new jersey, man? The J- Jabari, Chet, Paolo. Especially Sharp, with all the excitement knows, that's going on with the Magic. It's a great time to get yourself that jersey as soon as it comes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into the, the needy greedy. So when it comes to. Before before we we get into the draft talk, because I I feel like when it comes to the draft, once we touch on it, it's kind of it's kind of hard to change subject. So we'll we'll get to that in a moment. First and foremost, man, Franz Wagner winning all rookie first team honors, um, well deserved, well deserved. We we can't deny that we expected it. I think that if we didn't see that, you know, the the whole entire you know Orange County and, and Osceola County, everyone in in Central Orlando and and Magic fans across the board, we we would all collectively peacefully right because there, there's no way that you know Franz didn't deserve it right um at the same time you know i posted earlier that there there were some people in the national media that didn't agree they didn't believe that franz wagner should have been in there kendrick perkins jalen rose mike greenberg shams which i'm a little i'm a little disappointed in shams because shams i thought you knew better but they all thought that you know Giddy should have been in there over Franz. But nonetheless, you know, how excited are you to be able to see that, you know, Orlando Magic, we at least got some type of recognition. Um, and Franz, who, you know, played over 72 games, averaging more than 15 points a game, you know, he was highlighted. I mean, first of all, well-deserved, right? As a Magic fan, it's funny because we never, I didn't personally believe it was going to happen until I finally saw it post, posted that night. I think it was last week on Wednesday they announced it. Um, just because, again, there are going to be a lot of media members that don't watch the Magic enough that just won't know who he is or won't know about his game enough to nominate him. And we saw some some big names that you would assume that at least would know about Franz by now. And even those guys did not vote him in. But if you're a Magic fan, you've been watching him all season long. This guy played 79 games, 15.2 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 2.9 assists. Most importantly, shooting almost 47% from the field. 35% from three-point range. That is an amazing, amazing regular season. Well-deserved. Again, if, his, if he was not named in the first rookie team, that would have been just complete chaos in Orlando because, again, this kid deserves it. Um, and, again, happy for him. Many of us were surprised when we heard his name be called at number eight last year. But, hey, we're definitely thankful now that we called him. Absolutely. So definitely shout-out to Franz, Franz Boogie. I'm really happy that he got his name recognized because he definitely deserved it. All right, let's talk about Mo Bamba. So is Mo Bamba done in Orlando? We've had these conversations, I feel like, for the last three, four years, right? Um, But recently, I'm not sure if anyone saw, but Mo Bamba was, um, he sent an IG live message to Donovan Mitchell and telling him to come home and referencing the New York Knicks, which obviously we know he was joking, not that big, big of a deal. Uh, he's, he's from Harlem, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, come home, he's from New York. So he's just telling them to go play for, for New York, his hometown. Coincidentally, that same day, 
Jake Fisher reports from Bleacher Report that it is likely that Mo Bamba will leave Orlando in free agency. Now, we've talked about the fact that, you know, maybe there just may not be enough room for Mo Bamba with, you know, if we decide to draft a player like Chad Holmgren, that it might be time for Mo Bamba to move on. Mo Bamba is a restricted free agent, so he's going to go out there. He's going to go talk to other teams, and he's going to see what the market is looking like for him. And if someone offers him a, a decent contract, the Magic will then have to decide whether we'll match or we let him go. So, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Is it time is it time for Mobile Bamba to go? Uh, do you think anything of the fact that he is kind of recruiting other players jokingly or not jokingly to go to another team? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, the moment that we wanted top three pick this year. We had kind of talked about this before. It became kind of more of a serious thought of, hey, Mo Bamba may not be here for long. Just because, again, it's it's a big guy. The top three picks more than likely will be a big guy. Uh, we got J.I., we got Chuma, we got Franz, Wendell. You know, there's only so many you need in the team. Um, let me ask you very quickly. Would you be okay if the Magic said, hey, we're going to give Mo Bamba $10 million a year for three years to stay in Orlando? What would be your reaction if that was announced on June 30th? I mean, like, would you be okay the, with that? The ma- I would be okay with it. The Magic have money to spend. That money has to go somewhere. Um, I wouldn't be upset at it at all. So that's my thinking too. Like, I, I get it. I get the dynamics of the roster right now. But if you told me, hey, Wendell is your starter at the, at the center position, and you got Obama backing him up for the next three years, making $10 million, which again, it's not a lot of money for a solid backup center. I'm okay with that. I mean, when you consider that Robin Lopez made this year $5 million, so you're kind of doubling that to get a guy that's going to play every night, hopefully, stay healthy, and has a ton of potential. Um, so if the contract makes sense, I truly hope Mobamba stays in Orlando. I think there's a lot to his game that has not been developed yet. And um, Coach Mosley did a great job getting more out of Mobamba in just one season. I want to see what this translates to in two to three years. Um, but then again, we're going to be realistic. If a team like Detroit throws at him, you know, $80 million, $50 million, hey, it was a pleasure. Just, Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, I find get a second-round pick, get hard, something. I find it hard to believe that a team will offer that much. I really do. I mean, maybe a team could try because you can easily look at the Mo Bamba situation, situation and say, all right, this is, a, this is a kid that definitely has a lot of potential and maybe he just needs a different environment. You know, he was he was under Nicola for a, a really long time and then, you know, had to battle it out with Wendell. And, you know, you can you can look at the situation and look at excuses. You can give yourself excuses to mm-hmm. to maybe convince yourself to to be able to pay that amount of money. Um, you know, we we offered Wendell a four year, 50 million dollar contract. So we did that very early in the season and we thought to ourselves, all right, you know, Mo, this is your chance to to go out there and you you show us what you can do and show some improvements. And then maybe, maybe this is the same contract that we give you. And, you know, in his defense, I believe he did that. You know, this is by far, you know, his best season that he's had. He stayed healthy. He was, he played well, started for us, you know, played some really, really solid minutes. Um, at the same time, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's out there. I, I know that, you know, Dallas desperately needs a, a big man. Um, and who knows if maybe they look at somebody like Mo, where they've they've showed interest in Mo Bamba previously in the past. Um, who knows? I'm curious to see. Like that's one thing that I have my my eyes on. The minute that free agency hits, like I'm curious to see 
you know, where that kind of falls. Like what team would offer him what exactly? Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned Dallas because that name comes to mind as more of a uh, sign-and-trade partner because I don't think they have any cap space this summer. But, hey, if they wanted to sign-and-trade, if we can sign-and-trade him to Dallas for some sort of return, that may work out for us. And like you said, he went to college in, in Texas. Dallas has needed a, a, a uh, rim protector, as you can see now against Golden State in the playoffs. They desperately need somebody to just block shots. The fact that he can hit threes with Luka would be amazing for him and the team. Um, but again, I, I, I truly believe there's a situation in which he can come back. The question is, is he okay being a backup? Similar to Cole Anthony, is he okay, you know, being a six man this season coming up if that's what the team needs him to do? Um, if he's okay with that, and again, his agent understands the situation, he's been hurt a lot, or if he signs the qualifying offer, which would mean that he comes back one more year and the next season he will be unrestricted free agent, even that may be okay. You give him another shot. And then if he deserves it, you pay him next summer. So we'll see. I, I still don't think Mobamba is done in Orlando. Um, again, most of the big guys that we will be drafting, whether it's Chet, Paulo, or um, Jabari, truly are all really fours in the NBA. Even Chet, he's more of a four. So you would need a backup. Uh, now the question is, you got a Mo Wagner in the team too that played really well last season. You love the energy that he brings every night. Do you want to give him a shot to be the backup instead of Mo Bamba? So it's things like that that you got to make decisions on. But if you ask me today, May 27th, I'll be perfectly fine bringing back Mo Bamba to a decent contract, understanding that he'll be a backup. If he can agree to that, then, hey, again, get a second round pick for him, whatever it may be, and just move forward. It didn't work out. Yeah, man, because if you if you decide not to bring back Mo Bamba, like that's, you still got to spend the money. Like we, we still have to go out there and we need to bring in, in in guys. So let me ask you, does the magic winning the lottery, knowing what you know now, do you believe that impacts their plan on how they would use the money in, in free agency? I think it does. Um, I actually asked Phil uh, at our um, at the magic party last week for the lottery party that the six men showed through. We talked about it right after we found out we got the first pick. I'm like, hey, do you think this changes things? And I really believe that it will, simply because now you have a positive vibe against it around the team, right? Now you have all those young guys that we already drafted, are developing, but now you're bringing the first pick in the draft, and now you have all this cap space to use. I can truly see a guy like Gary Harris, perhaps, instead of thinking, mm, why come back? Maybe coming back now and saying, hey, let's sign another vet that can help us win uh, right away. Um, but then again, that may be bad for Mobamba then because they may want to have enough cap space to go after other vets that can help the team win and not throw it at Mobamba. So to answer the question, yes, I think it definitely does. There's a positive vibe in Orlando, more media attention. You can see something building up in the city now of Orlando, whereas a year ago that wasn't the case. So because of that, I could definitely see some guys around the NBA saying, huh, I'm intrigued by what's going on in Orlando. If they pay me, I can go there. Yeah, and we we took a look at the free agency list, and we talked about this before. Um, you you have players like Zach Levine, that's a unrestricted free agent. You got players like DeAndre Ayton, who's a restricted free agent. You have players like Brunson. Like there's there's still really good names on this list. The question is, one, do those players even want to come here? Because whether we have the number one pick or not, we're still a rebuilding team. Um, and two there's still going to be a major focus on the players that we have, the young players. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to, it's going to be difficult because even like the Robin Lopez situation, you know, he came in knowing 
knowing that we're putting a focus over here on this side with the young guys. Mm-hmm. And he came in, he accepted it, he embraced the role. And I think that that's going to be the most important um, aspect of when it, when it does come to free agency and, and spending money. Like, yeah, you're going to want to be able to have some some vets in there that are going to help this team grow. And obviously they, they need to get their run also. Um, but they also have to understand that, you know, the focus is going to be on um, developing the young guys. Exactly. So you will need to bring you need to bring in guys that are willing to come off the bench, are willing to kind of not play every night, kind of like what happened with Terrence Ross and Gary Harris towards the end of the season. Unless the Magic say, "Hey, we, we want more than just maybe make the play in. We want to get some guys that are going to re- get some quality minutes and help us actually win next season." So again, it, it all comes back to what we've been saying all along: that they have to make that decision first. Are we still rebuilding, or are we turning the page a little bit and kind of saying, "Hey, we we want to compete a little more next season. We want to be a, a bit more aggressive." with that cap space that we have now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about the draft. I'm glad we got all that stuff out of the way. We're here to talk about the draft. Let's a lot it. of exciting things, all right? So we 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 expected for this to happen, right? We expected that now, you know, the Orlando Magic number one pick, we're going to be talked about a lot more. And my God, has that happened? I feel oh, like yeah. it's impossible. If you, if you got an NBA radio show, wherever, it's impossible not to talk about the Magic in some capacity. Right. Um, with that being said, there's conflicting reports on who the national media believe the Orlando Magic have already decided. Keep in mind, we haven't brought these guys in to work out yet. It's my understanding that we had conversations with them at the draft combine, um, but we're, we're not at that step yet. But the athletic has already reported that one, the Magic are leaning towards selecting Chet Holmgren um, in this NBA draft. All right. And then not too much time after, ESPN then reports that according to Jonathan Giveney of ESPN, most NBAs firmly believe that Jabari Smith Jr. is assured to be the top pick. And it appears that Smith um, is is thrilled with his destination as going number one, going to Orlando, and Chet as well in going to OKC. So what are your what are your initial reaction to to these conflicting reports that we're getting? Is it this guy? Is it that guy? I mean, I, I tweeted this the other, the other day, and I simply said it. It's 100% how I feel. Nobody has a clue. You can tell me whatever you want uh, about who we're going to pick and who, may, who it may be. Unless it comes out of Jeff and John's mouth, or they say it to Kobe Price, and he makes it official on, on Orlando Sentinel, I'm not going to believe it, simply because our front office, we already know this, does not leak anything. Unfortunately for us Magic fans, this is not a year where we have a Scion in the draft, Anthony Davis, a clear number one that we can say, hey, forget about those other two or three guys in the draft. We know who we're getting because it's the best player. This is not a year. Unfortunately, right now, if you ask me, I really believe it's going to come down to the top three. But don't forget maybe top four. If you want to maybe add in there, Jaden Ivey as a guy that will get a, a close look, even though we have a ton of guards, his potential is it's pretty high. Do they want to at least get a look at him? But nobody knows. So this is a prime example. You got the athletics saying one thing. You have ESPN, a, a reputable name, a respected name in ESPN, saying that it's going to be uh, Jabari Smith. The day after the lottery, we had reports from, uh, I think it was NBC Sports, saying it was going to be Jabari. Then we had a different website saying it was going to be Chet. So the only thing I can get out of all this is Paulo's name is not being mentioned. It really is Chet or Jabari. That's all I'm really getting Hello. out of all this. But then again, Hello. knowing the magic... Watch it be Paulo that gets drafted by the Magic. So it's going to be a wild month. 
We're going to hear a lot of crazy things, a lot of rumors, a lot of expectations. Don't forget, there might be a lot of rumors coming up about the Magic trading the pick also at some point. So be ready for all that. All I can say to Magic fans is relax. It's a long four weeks. We understand that, 28 days to be exact. Just go with the mindset of we're going to find out 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, June 23rd, who we're picking at MY Center, if you're able to make it to the arena. Otherwise, it's all rumors for now. Yeah, in an interview with um, that John Hammond had with uh, Brandon Kravitz on In the Zone, um, one of the questions that he asked was, "If you needed to make a decision right now, could you make it?" And John Hammond said, "Yes." With that being said, they haven't made a decision. They may have a favorite. Like I'm sure they've been working on this for a long time on their their draft order of where they're ranking these players. I'm, I'm sure that they have an idea. But there's not a consensus, so you can throw all that out of the window because nobody knows yet. The Magic organization, they're not passing that information along to nobody. Uh, I'm sure that they're doing their due diligence. They have to do their due diligence to be able to make this, um, make the right decision. You know, it's a, it's a gift and a curse because it's you have the all the power in your hands, but you can't mess it up. And even John Hammond, we're going to talk about the interview that he had um, recently at the draft combine, but in that interview, he also mentioned that, you know, other execs were telling him, congratulations, but don't mess it up. And that's really what this is. You can't mess this up. And again, even no matter what these reports are saying it right now, today, if, if you have, if your mind is stuck on Jabari, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it is so easy to change your mind on, on another player right now. If I was to draft a player right now, this very moment, I'm going with Jabari. I've convinced myself enough to where that's it. I'm not changing it. Right. But, you know, from, from the last, from the lottery, you're right. Paulo is a name that's just completely out of the question, disregarded completely. You know, it's, it's between Jabari and Chet. And um, it's, it's interesting because you, you see these names that are, are reporting this information. You trust them. Like it's, it's the athletic, it's ESPN, it's Jonathan Giveney. Like you trust his information. But you also know that there's no there's no chance. But now it, it leads me to believe also. What if what if that's what people expect from the magic front office, that they don't leak any information? Because when it comes to leaking information, you do that for a multitude of reasons. But people leak then information for, to benefit them and, and their strategy. It's a strategy game, mm-hmm. whether it's from the agents, whether it's from the players, whether it's from the team. So, yeah, we can sit here and say that, you know, the Magic won't leak any information, but maybe they do. And I say that to say, okay, maybe they don't want anything to do with Chet, but they know that OKC really, really wants Chet. So what if they leak the information that, you know, where if if it was our decision right now, we're going to select Chet. But if OKC really wants him, then they're going to have to talk to Orlando to trade and do a swap. You can use that as a strategy to try. And that might be a little too meddling and playing with fire a little bit. But it's just to understand that, you know, when when these news come out, it's to benefit somebody. It doesn't come out for no reason. It, people aren't just gossiping. It's, this is business. This is money. And it's, it's to you. You ha- you really have to ask yourself, who does this news? Who does it benefit exactly? What's going on, Magic fans? The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a Same Game Parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg does not hit. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TVPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TVPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, and I mean, don't forget about the agents too, right? The agents want Jabari to go one. Yep. Chet's agents want Chet to go number one. So they're yep. also leaking information and saying, hey, the Magic called us yesterday and they're already setting up interviews with us. That means they want us. But as we all know, all these guys are going to come through Orlando. You're going to hear or read possibly 15, 20, 30, 50 guys' names coming to Orlando over the next three weeks to the workouts. That doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Now, the ones that are coming back for second or third visits, pay attention to that because that means now they want to show them the new practice facility they're gonna, that should be ready in June. Um, they want now more than just one interview. And if you've ever been to a job interview, the deeper you go in the interview process, that means you're the more serious candidate. So I think that's when we find out more. But we are weeks away from that. Um, but to your point, it, who knows? They could be playing cards here. They could be saying, hey, we want Chet. Hey, well, next day, we want Jabari. And that's playing games with Houston with OKC, because if they want those guys really, really bad, hey, trade up. We'll, we'll give us a pick, give us two picks, and move up. Maybe they don't want yet. Maybe they're okay with getting Jabari at two, or Paulo at three. Maybe they don't care who they get. So it's going to be, again, interesting. It's a chess match right now. Nobody knows anything. Um, and again, my mindset really is, I'm going to find out at MOE Center with you on the draft party. Like I, That's just my mindset. I, I don't think we're going to get anything specific and, and 100% before then. Yeah, and and again, maybe they're maybe it's it's the same old magic front office where they're not leaking any information. But what they are doing is giving like code based interviews where you're you're kind of like based on what they're saying, you got to be talking about this guy. So yep. John Hammond at the draft combine, he was interviewed and um, he's quoted saying this: When it comes to the draft, who do we think can be the best player? Maybe not so much initially. You love to have the rookie of the year. That'd be great. But most importantly, who's going to be the best player in two, three, five, seven years from now? That's what you're looking at because these guys are coming in so, so young. You want a guy you can build with. We might have the number one pick in the draft and still may have to have some patience with this guy. Now, when I say that, who do you believe out of the top three do you believe he's talking about? I mean, there's only one guy in my mind that needs more than a year out of the top three, right? The guy like, that's we, the most project. Yeah, because I think if you think of Chet, you know that the body is the issue. The skills is not an issue. The motor, the energy level is not an issue. You know he's going to play at the NBA and be competitive and fight 
And again, he did it in college, bang against the, the bigger guys. He, he's fine with that. But we know he's not going to be right away, you know, the best player. I, I feel this way next year. I think Jabari or Polo may be better next year because they're more built for the NBA. So when I'm reading that, that, sent, those, that little paragraph you read right now, one name comes to mind. That's Chet's name. Because I think Jabari can play in the NBA next season. He's strong enough. He's built to be a small forward, power forward in today's NBA. Paulo, my goodness, he is what, 250, 610? He can play in the NBA today. So the only name that comes to mind based on what he's saying in that particular paragraph is Chet. How about you? I hate the fact that he even said seven years. Like, why are we even, like, don't play around with, don't play around like that. 2030. Yeah, stop that. Let's not do that at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, sound, it sounds like Chet. I mean, I, I saw that a couple people were like, well, it could be Jabari because, you know, he needs some help with his dribbling. Like, no, no, it screams and yells Chet. But again, it could be it could be strategy. It could be a multitude of things. I don't I don't I don't know. I can't I can't read these guys. And that's the part that's frustrating for us, for everybody. Um, but the fact that, you know, this at least gives us some type of direction. Um, because at, at the end of the day, if it if it is Chet and that's who they decided, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. But you know, I, I really, I really hope that we end up landing on Jabari. Like, really, really hope. I'm glad. W- welcome to the team. I've been saying this for now three, four months. I haven't wavered. It, it reminds me of last year with me and and wanting uh, Jalen Green so badly. Like, I never wavered. Like, that was my guy. Even at one, I was willing to say, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I'm not I'm not wavering. If I were to pick right now, like if if it was me, I'm picking Paolo. I'm still picking Paolo. Like the only reason why I'm saying Jabari is because I know Paolo isn't a realistic option. But I was still I, I would still pick Paolo easily. Easy. So so you're still team Paolo then. That, that's your guy right now. If, if the magic were to draft him, you'll be thrilled. How how we were jumping up and down for the lottery when we won the number one, but that's how I would be. And listen. I tweeted it today. I forgot who I was talking to. I think it was Steven from the Close Up Magic. And I said the same thing. I'm like, listen, he did an episode this week that he dropped. And his guest was really low on Jabari Smith, basically saying that he's the third best prospect in the draft. He wouldn't touch him. He would go with Chet first, Paulo second. I don't, again, I, I, my response was, was simple. I don't agree with his comments. I think that to me today, the best prospect for the Magic, the most ready today to play in today's NBA game is Jabari. That's just been my thought for the last three months. But the thing is this, if we draft any of those three guys, I'm okay with that. Again, I, don't, I, don't, I won't have a problem. Unless you're drafting some guy that I've never heard of, I'll be pissed. But if on June 23rd, the Magic draft any of the top three guys, I'm going to 100% understand why they did it, agree with it, and move on and look forward to Summer League right right the next day. So I'm with you. I'm torn 100%. I just keep saying Jabari Smith is my guy because he's the the one guy that can play multiple positions. He can guard anyone on the court. He can shoot the ball so well. This whole thing about dribbling, like, uh, what the heck? Like, you're not expecting him to be Kobe Bryant or be Stephen Curry. Like, this guy's going to be a 3 and D solid player. He is going to eventually have to get better. Look, look at last year's Jalen Suggs. He could not get to the basket without losing the ball the first two months of the season. By the time the season ended, Jalen, he was getting to the basket at will. Now, he wasn't finishing. <laughs> that was the problem at that point. But my point is, these guys are going to work with the team and get better over the next six months, years, two years, and so forth. Um, every player has weaknesses. 
So to say that that's his biggest weakness, the whole fact that he can't dribble and this and that, he also played with two of the worst guards in college basketball. He was forced to create more than maybe he was comfortable with. Like there's so many things that you can go into in that conversation. But to your point, any of the top three guys, if, if it's announced by the Magic, I'm going to be 100% okay with that. It's so crazy how we're all so spoiled with, you know, today's NBA because we're, we're looking at 20 years ago and you're six foot 10 forward can't dribble. It's not a big deal. Like it's, yep. not, it's not an issue. You don't, you don't expect them to dribble. Today's NBA is a, it's a massive red flag. Like this is such a major con. Um, so it's, it, it's crazy to see the, the difference of the dynamics of today's NBA because, you know, back then, if you were, if, if Jabari was to be in the draft, you know, 20 years ago, you know, people would think that, you know, this, this dude is an alien, like everything that he's able to do. Yeah. I mean, the same way that Rashard Lewis was like the first real, like, exactly. like three, three, uh, what was the position called? Like you could play four guys out because of Rashard Lewis. Yeah, stretch, stretch four. There you go. So like that was unheard of years ago. Now it's the norm. It's how you draft those guys. But I'm going to ask you quickly. I'm going to say a name and give me the first weakness that comes to mind for that player that you will be like, oh, I wouldn't draft him because of that. So Chet. It's it's a weight issue. Okay, Paulo. Uh, Paulo is shooting. Would be okay. his. And Jabari, I think I know where you're going. So Creating Jabari, his own shot, dribbling. So like for yeah, me, it's, the it's, biggest thing. No, with, no one's gonna be. No one's gonna be a perfect. Uh, exactly. Prospect. You're, so you're like for me, have, what concerns me with, with every single one. Yeah, like with with me and Paulo, the biggest thing is the motor. Like yes, he's he's a beast offensively, but defensively he takes positions off and then you have the issue with him also that the motor he's not consistent with the with the energy and we saw that in Mo Bamba all the skills in the world tall lengthy he can shoot the three ball but you don't get that every single night so it's scary to draft a guy that has that issue number one and like I said Chad the body will he have a fill the injury concerns so everyone has those issues that's why again you got to be really really sure who you like beyond just basketball it's going to be a fit in the locker room not only now but also in the future It's so many things. Um, but I think that that's what makes this all fun because they're, they're the three of them, they're so different, so mm-hmm. different. So it it's really comes down to what it is that you want to add to your team. If you need a rim protector, you can get checked. If you need, you know, someone that is, has, you know, on ball defense, you're, you're going to go with Jabari. Uh, Paolo, I, in my opinion, he's your most, I don't, yeah, I, w- I would say most polished out of the three that's able to go in there now. He's going to be the most likely to play like a vet than the other two, you know. So it's it's really depending on what it is that you want to do now. The Magic, in my opinion, it's not like they're all in have to win right now. You know, we have goals that we want to hit and we want to get better and and you know go after the playing. But you know, if if it's like for example, let's say that is Golden State with the number one pick, right? In my opinion, Golden State would go after Paolo. Just because he's able to impact the game a lot sooner than you know what Kaminga's doing and and Moses Moody and you know it's not they're not doing too much, so I I, I it all comes down to needs. Fit is important, but you have to go best player available. Best player available is really based on perception. True. That's that's what makes it difficult. Best player available is just how you view the game. How I view the game will be different. How you view the game. You yeah. view the game as Jabari. I view the game as Paolo. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that see it as Chet. So, you know, it's, it, that's why it's going to be an interesting draft. But what's even fun, like, even more fun to think about, 
OKC will be thrilled, whoever they get with. Oh, uh, draft a number two. Oh, Houston will be thrilled they're until they good. get number three. So Houston, that's kind of the cool Houston, thing about this year. Houston is probably in the best position out of the three because they can't mess up. They exactly. can't mess up. They're going to draft whoever lands to them. And, you know, because there's such a gap between three and four. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying they're in the best position. They're they're in the best position not to mess up. They have the least amount of risk to not mess up. Let me ask you this. So Jaden Ivey is kind of coming back in some podcast that I've listened to as a name that could go up to the top three. Do you think that's real or do you think Ivey will be four and lower in this draft? No, I, I think I think he's four and lower. Okay. I think. It, so interviews are important. The workouts are important because it's a little more intimate. You can kind of get to know the what goes on inside the player's mind. They're doing their reference checks and they're they're calling former coaches and university to trying to get as much data on these guys as possible. Um, but I mean, out of the three, Paolo had the most success um, in March Madness in the tourney. So it's I, I I just see the the gap, but I, I I still think that you know they're they're in a good position. What's interesting is that today I heard that there's there's a rumor going on and it hasn't hit none of the major outlets. This is coming directly from, you know, the uh, Kings insider. But they're saying that they've already, you know, had negotiations and, you know, they're all but confirmed to take number two away from OKC, which I thought was kind of weird because, you know, why would OKC want to move it? You know, I, I wonder what's in it for them. Um, So it's I don't know, man, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of chaos. That's the best way to describe it. There's going to be a lot of chaos. Which in, people in like me to, and you creating content and doing podcasts, oh, a lot of chaos. So it. keep, keep it going. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it's good chaos, because we don't, we yes. don't need none of that bad juju. All right, man. On on that note, man, it's, it's a wrap, man. We're four, four weeks, bro. One month. It's going to go by so, so fast. I would imagine that the rumor... Uh, wheel is going to keep going and we're going to start getting more and more things coming coming out to light. I'm really looking forward to being able to see Jabari and Chet and even Paolo to come to Orlando and throw some magic gear at them um, so that we can cry later. And <laughs> all those pictures that we've seen of Trey Young wearing Orlando Magic uniforms oh, here in man. Orlando. Yeah, crazy. Alright, man, on that note, it's a wrap. Make sure that you definitely check take a moment, check out the Patreon um and uh you know make sure that you're you're in there because you know you gotta get that jersey and a lot of cool stuff that you're able to do there but on that note it's a wrap catch you guys next week thank you for listening to the ozone podcast the voice of magic fans for all the latest orlando magic news and updates follow us on twitter at the ozone pod and on instagram at orlando magic hq Remember to subscribe and leave a five-star review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.